Hello and welcome back to Super Hell, aka the Mystery Spotcast, a show where two recovering Supernatural fans subject themselves to a rewatch so no one else ever has to watch Supernatural again. I'm Claudia, my pronouns are she, her, and you can find me on social media at Kaludia says, K-A-L-U-D-I-A says. My name is Ollie. I use any pronouns, and you can find me on social media at Ollie Fresh, Fresh with a PH. Rise and shine, Sammy. We Pig made it. Pig in a poke. We made it. It's the mystery spot cast episode of Miss. Uh, Whoa! It's the mystery spot episode of Supernatural, which this podcast is named after. We made it. We made it, boys. The infant. The infamous. Wow, I can't speak. <laughs> The infamous mystery spot episode that you've seen all the memes about that we named our episode after that visually our logo references. This is what it's all about. And objectively, it is a good episode. We will be spending, in honor of our podcast, we will be spending all of today's episode on the mystery spot. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's objectively, objectively, like a, a, a good episode. And a good episode for like... Maybe not the plot, but definitely emotionally there. There are a lot of emotional stakes. Um, I did forget that this episode got sad. No, same. I mean, I like, I feel like I remembered it was tragic, but I feel like I was like, I thought it was funnier. (laughs) Like, it is funny because I know what happens. I was laughing my ass off at a lot of the more, like a lot of the more emotional parts. I was like, this shit is hilarious, but it it still like has these emotional parts where I was like, oh, fuck you. It also has a couple things that, like, knowing what happens at the end of the series, you're like, oh, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is dark. It's getting so dark. Um, Let's get into it, shall we? Yeah. Um, let's. I'm so ready to talk about it. Let's for those, fucking go. Yeah, for those who don't know, this is the Time Loop episode, the Groundhog Day episode. Um... So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's also, you know, in early seasons of Supernatural, they do a lot of the formulaic, like, we gotta do this kind of episode, we gotta do this kind of episode. You know, the thing that you love to see from a procedural. Wish we had more of that. Mm-hmm. Wish we had more of that. Yeah, I do too. This episode starts. We see Sam, a close-up on Sam's eyes, as Heat of the Moment by Asia plays very loud, like the chorus. It's like, Heat of the Moment, and Sam wakes up. And Dita's like, rise and shine, Sammy. And he's like, has his boot up on the bed. He's like getting dressed there in a motel. And Sam like gets up and clearly is annoyed by how loud the music is. And he's like, Asia, really? And Dean's like, yeah, I know. Radio station's great. You know, you love, this is a great song. And Sam's like, yeah, and I'll kill myself if I hear it one more time. Which is like, "Uh uh-oh, Sam. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, Sam, you might not want to say that so early, so soon. Um... They start getting ready. Dean is, like, getting dressed and is being just, like, so annoying. Like, he's being loud. He's, like, gargling really loud. Um, And as they're, like, getting ready to go, Dean's just, like, taking a long time. He, he, he There's a part where he's, like, going through his stuff. Sam's, like, waiting at the door for them to leave to go get breakfast. And Dean is, like, looking through his bag and he grabs, like, a bra. And he's like, oh, Sam, is this yours? And I'm like, why the fuck do you have a bra? Did you steal that from a woman that you were engaged Bras in? Bras are expensive. No, they're literally. expensive. But also, <laughs> this for an episode that is a time loop, 
this gag is never mentioned again. No, literally. But he's like, <laughs> like oh, he's like, oh, is this yours? And Sam just clearly like rolls his eyes. Dean puts it down, and then he finds his gun, and he's like, bingo, and puts it away. <laughs> Dean in his homophobic and transphobic no. era is so. Dean also the fact that <sighs> Dean is not practicing proper gun safety by putting your gun in your bag with your bra. That's hateful. With your bra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just like puts it in his bag. He just throws it in there like lipstick. Yeah. You're like exactly. I don't think I think if someone went with a fine tooth comb through Supernatural mm-hmm. and like wet the number of times that they did not practice proper gun safety, oh, it would be absolutely. atrocious. Like I, I would love a "What's in my bag" tour from Dean Winchester. <laughs> Dean Winchester's "What's in my bag" tour, and he just goes through. He's like, "This is my bra, and this is my gun, and that's it." <laughs> anyway, so. They go to this local diner um, as they walk in. Um, Dean is like, I don't know if this is really our kind of case, man. Like, it's just like a guy who disappeared. As they're walking in, there's a guy, like, paying up front at the counter. And the lady is like, oh, drive safe. And he's an old guy. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And then as they are going to their seat, we see a guy at like the counter ordering and the waitress is like you know the rules cal if you don't order something you gotta go and cal's like okay i'll have a cup of coffee and there's like another guy sitting there eating pancakes um which will all become relevant later so it's important to remember those things but dean and sam are talking about their case they go to sit down at their table and dean's like yeah i don't know it just seems like a guy who went missing like that doesn't seem that weird and Sam's like, well, no, he disappeared at this place, the Broward County mystery spot. So he's like, he's like, I just think, like, this is a little weird. He shows Dean a flyer that has, like, oh, physics doesn't, don't apply here. And Sam's like, it could be, like, a wormhole or something like that where it's, like, sort of a, like, something opens up and it's, like, pulling things into different universes, doing all this stuff. It, it might just be does, weird. Like, maybe this guy just reference, here. like, the Bermuda Triangle or something? Yeah, he's like, like, he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, like, there's places in the world that are just, they got funky, magical shit going on. And you're like, okay, accepting that as a part of the world building. Yeah, super, <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle is Camden Supernatural. But Dean's, like, kind of skeptical. He's like, yeah, okay, well, that's, that's, like, ridiculous because this place like these kind of places sam are like they have chairs nailed to the ceiling and they have balls rolling uphill because of like you know whatever it's just a tourist trap and also for those listening the real mystery spot is what the mystery shack from gravity falls is based on so (laughs) at the end of the day it it always comes back to supernatural yeah listen my belief (laughs) Wouldn't it be fucked up if Gravity Falls and Supernatural took place in the same universe? They obviously don't, but it would be funny. I it, that okay. I mean, that would imply that Crowley and Bill Cipher have met. That, <laughs> that they're demons. That well, okay, Bill Cipher. That's a whole other thing. However, I do think that we should be Can shipping. We... I do think we should be shipping Grokel, Stan, and Bobby. So. <laughs> Can we have that conversation? <laughs> if, if someone draws less fan art of Grunkle Stan and Bobby kissing and also Crowley and Bill Cipher kissing, I think that would be funny. That would be great. 
<laughs> Who, um, uh, or, you know what? Why not um, all four of them? Bobby and Fiddleford McGucket. <laughs> okay. 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 I like where your head is at. Anyway. Uh, wait, if, if we go into AO3 right now and look at Gravity Falls Supernatural fan fiction. Let's find out. Um, but also, you know that the Pines, the Pine siblings would literally hand the Winchesters their ass. Oh, absolutely. Like, Are you kidding? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I feel the Dipper would be way more willing to make a deal with a demon because he does canonically like five times. And, almost, and so does his sister. No, like they would be, I love them to pieces, but I feel like they would be way more easily um, persuaded um, to do things than Sam okay, and Dean would be. To, be. to be quite fair. So do Sam and Dean. The number of times that they just make a deal because they're like, I got to save my brother. And then I got to save my brother. Which is kind of a thing that is covered in this episode. Like, the number of times they're like, I would never deal with a demon. Cut to them making a deal with a demon or doing some shit like that. I mean, they canonically do as well. That's fair. I can't find any fan fictions that ship Bobby <gasps> Singer and Grunkle Stan. So if we could get on that, that would be great. No, but like, are, what, what are the, what is the crossover There is, selection? I, we can't get into that now. I can't do it. Like, I'm not strong enough. Let's but is go, it decent? Is, or is it, is it just a little bit? It's probably just, it's only a little bit. I could not find oh. a lot. Anyway. Damn, Tumblr.com, what are you doing? Um, Okay. Anyway, so as the boys are sort of debating, like, what they're going to do, they decide they're going to go visit the mystery spot, whatever. But they're sitting at this table at the diner, and Dean looks up at the board and says, Oh, pig in a poke, which is, like, the special. That's what the special is called that day. And, um, but that's a famous line, famous gif of Dean being like, Oh, pig in a poke. So, Yeah. But then and Sam and Sam goes, do you even know what that is? And and Dean's like, mm, no, but I think it's neat. <laughs> and you know what? I actually have a fun fact. Oh, what an act, what a pig in a poke actually is. And this is direct from the Supernatural uh, wiki. On medieval market days, the gullible might buy a pig in a poke, a baby pig in a cloth sack without checking that the content really is a valuable piglet. What they really got was a worthless cat. So a pig in a poke is a con job or a worthless object presented as a thing of value. Quote, letting the cat out of the bag, in a sense, of revealing a secret, comes from spoiling the same scam. It's foreshadowing? Yeah. Whoa, okay, you know what, Supernatural? Mm. You might have been cooking with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, what? But it's all these years. It's so funny. But anyway, Dean's like, oh, pig in a poke. And the waitress comes over and is like, what can I get you, boys? And Dean's like, a pig in a poke with a side of bacon. And Sam's like, yeah, I'll get a short stack. And she's like, okay, great. So she leaves and then she comes back to give them their coffee. And she goes, okay, here are your coffees. And a bottle of hot sauce falls off of her tray and shatters on the floor. And she's like, oh, crap. And then, yeah, that's it. So. Then we cut to Sam and Dean. They're walking down like a city block. They're still talking about the mystery spot. Um, some of the conversation that I talked about that happened in the diner kind of happens here as well. But for our purposes, it's all the same conversation. But as they are walking towards mystery spot, they walk past a barking dog like a golden retriever. There's this blonde woman who bumps into Dean and is like, oh, excuse me, and keeps walking. There are these two movers who are trying. She's also, she's also holding 
uh, flyers. Yeah. And, like, ru- rushing along. Yeah. Then there are these movers, and they're trying to get a desk inside the building, in a, inside of a building, and a guy's like, oh, I said it wouldn't fit. And the other guy's like, oh, what, do you want a Pulitzer? Um, then the boys decide they're going to go to the mystery spot after hours so that they can investigate while there's no one there. We cut. It's the night. It's dark. We see them open this door. And if you've seen the logo of our show, it kind of looks like that. But it's like this black and green spiral on the inside. And they open. It's like an optical illusion also because you're looking at a ho- you're looking at a hallway from the inside. Yeah. And it looks like a, a, a flat spiral, but it's a, it's a whole hall. It's a 3D. It's an optical illusion. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, it is fun. But they walk in. And they start wandering through, and Sam is using, like, the EMF reader, and Dean walks in, and he looks up, and there's, like, like he had said earlier, there's furniture nailed to the ceiling, and he's like, wow, it's uncanny. Sam, do you even know what you're looking for? And Sam's like, yeah, for sure. Well, no, not really. And they're just looking around, trying to figure out if there's anything weird going on. But they kind of realize, like, it's just kind of a tacky tourist trap. But as they're wandering through, they hear a shotgun cock. And this guy is like, nobody move. What are you guys doing here? Are you robbing me? And it's clearly the owner of the mystery spot. And Dean has his gun out because he already had it. And he's aiming it. And he goes to put it away. He's like, Yo, okay, okay, don't worry. We can explain. We're not here to rob you. Don't worry. And the guy is like, no, no, no. Don't move. Don't move. And Dean's like, I'm just going to put my gun down. And the guy like sort of misfires his gun and it shoots Dean square in the chest and Dean flies back onto the ground and Sam rushes over to him and like is holding him in his arms and is like, no, Dean, you can't go this way. You can't do this. Go call 911. And the owner rushes to go get help. And we see Dean kind of look up at Sam and then take his final breaths and die. And Sam's crying. He's freaking out. And then what happens, but it's the same shot from the beginning. Asia's heat of the moment is playing. We see Sam open his eyes and Dean's like, rise and shine, Sammy. His foot is up on the bed. He's tying his shoes. He's like lip syncing to the song and he's bobbing his head. And it cuts to Sam and he's like a little confused. But he's like, okay, okay. Also, obje- objectively, the first time the Dean dies, he's like, no, you can't go this way. And objectively, that is very funny because he's like, you can't go in the stupidest way possible when we hunt demons for a living. <laughs> um, knowing that Dean does go permanently in the stupidest way possible when they hunt demons for a living, watching that scene was absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. Like... I kept being like, oh, wow. So it is just like the rusty nail. (laughs) Um, The rusty nail haunts the narrative, one could say. Period. Um, It's it's so very... Anyways. (laughs) So the boys go to the diner again, and it's like the same scene. There's the guy at the front who the lady is like, okay, we'll drive safe. And he kind of makes a face. And there's the guy ordering a cup of coffee and the guy sitting at the counter and they go to sit down at their same seats and Dean's like, oh, pig in a poke. 
and he orders the special um, with a side of bacon and a coffee. And the waitress is like, oh, and what will you have? And Sam's like, oh, uh, nothing. Don't worry. And Sam is clearly, like, having sort of deja vu. And Dean's like, hey, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And Sam's like, nothing. I just had a really, really weird dream. And the waitress comes over and goes to put their coffee down. And the hot sauce, which fell before, goes to fall. And Sam catches it. And she's like, oh, thank you. And Dean's like, oh, yeah, good reflexes. And Sam's like, yeah, thanks. So they go back out onto the street and they walk past this dog, the same dog, the woman with the flyers, the movers, and they're talking. And Dean's like, all right, so let's go over to the mystery spot uh, before it, you know, after it gets dark, once it's closed. And Sam's like, no, no, let's go. Hi, Peach. (laughs) <laughs> but peach knows what's what's about to happen yeah. much like me remembering this episode as i was watching peach knows what's about to happen and starts <laughs> laughing <laughs> sam is like no no let's not go now let, let's let, let's actually go now while they're open i i think that that would be better just you know uh, just while it while it's crowded and dean's like um okay and they've kind of stopped on the sidewalk but Dean's like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, let's go. And he walks into the street slightly in front of Sam and a car that's being driven by the guy from the diner who they're told, like, oh, drive carefully, fucking hits him. He flies up into the air and, like, spirals around in the air and lands on the it's ground. It's kind of funny, to it's, be honest. No, it's so fucking funny. I was laughing my ass off. But Sam, like, rushes over and grabs Dean and he's like, no, like you can't die don't die like this and he's like crying he's freaking out then what happens we see sam's eyes heat of the moment by asia starts playing and dean's like rise and shine sammy and goes through the same thing the exact same thing and we see dean like gargling like he did in the first part and sam's just like staring at him and i i will say (laughs) also in the first in the first in like this is this is the I guess the first loop or the second loop. This is the second loop. This is the second loop or whatever. Um, in in that in in the last one right before he died, um, Dean is making fun of him and being like, "Oh, so it's like deja vu," and he's like, "No, it's not. It's not like deja vu." And they're like fighting about it, and it's really funny. Yeah. Um, and also Dean also makes some like he makes this really off color joke with pretty much a slur in it that I will not repeat. That will become unfortunately important later at the end of the episode yeah um because then he's because dean, then he says yeah because sam is like sam is like i had this really weird dream and dean is like oh is it clowns or a not nice word for little people and 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 you're just like like also dean is like it this is dean is also very problematic in multiple ways in this episode like the bra thing the whatever like yeah. he's, he's just saying like back in, like, back and forth episodes, depending on who's writing it, he's either just, like, a shithead insulting everyone. Like, when he was calling Bella, like, a bitch and shit like that. <laughs> or he's, like, normal. He's either, like, calling his brother gay for, like, reading a book or, like, knowing what a fairy tale is or, like, saying a slur or <laughs> or he's, like, normal. There's nothing in between. And this is one episode where he's just kind of saying out-of-pocket shit the whole time. Yeah. And then, get, and then immediately dying. <laughs> Period. <laughs> This consequences also- have come for Dean Winchester. This is cancel culture. <laughs> cancel 
culture has come for Dean Winchester is really the and and comes for him again and again. I mean, and when we when it, when it is revealed why, that is also kind of what ha- kind of a little bit, but also uh, no, this it's is, not. I mean, kind of, but but it's more like he's canceling Sam, I guess. But but um, I will say this episode is also the reason why Supernatural has like a gift for everything. Because there are some things that they say that are very specific, mm-hmm. um, where there's some very, things that they say that are very, isn't there a line that Dean says, like, right before he gets hit by the by a car that's, like, very iconic, and I can't remember what it is. I'm sure he does. I just don't remember. <sighs> I, I don't remember. But, yeah, this episode is, like, half of the, like, we have a gift for everything in Supernatural as well. Mm-hmm. And Dean's in his problematic era. I yeah. just have to point that out. I love. So, as I said, Asia's playing. Sam wakes up. He sees Dean, like, doing his morning gargle and being annoying. And he's just, like, staring at him. So, they go to the diner. And Sam is like, okay, but I'm telling you, it's like a time loop. And Dean's like, oh, what, like, like Groundhog Day? That, that's kind of ridiculous, right? And he's like, no, I'm, like, I'm telling you, it's true. Dean's like, Sam, that's kind of, like, wackadoo. Like, that's, like, Dingo Ain't My Baby crazy. Like, that's not happening. I'm like, first of all, Dingo Ain't My Baby. The Dingo almost certainly did actually eat the baby, so fuck you. But, um, Dean is like, okay, there's no way that this is actually happening. And Sam's like, no, hang on. And the waitress comes over to deliver their food, and the hot sauce goes to fall and Sam catches it and Dean's like, whoa, good reflexes. And Sam's like, because I knew it was going to happen. And Dean's still kind of like not believing him. So they cut back to the sidewalk and Sam is like, I'm telling you, it's something that happened at the mystery spot. Like something is weird about that. As they're walking, and they see- Dean says that's kind of some X Files kind of shit, yeah. and you're like, because there is an episode of the X Files where this exact thing happens to Mulder. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they're they're back on the sidewalk. They they walk past the golden retriever, the woman with the flyers, the movers, and Dean's like, okay, let's go to the mystery spot after it closes. We'll go check it out. And Sam's like, no, 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 we have to go now. And Dean's like all right and he goes to walk into the street and sam's like wait and grabs him and pulls him back and then we see the same car that hit him the day before fly by and dean's like oh wow and then sam is like he told him kind of at the diner like alluded to the fact that he was really nervous and dean's like well why like what what happens you just wake up and he's like well it's because you die like the first time it happened you got shot you got blown away and then Dean's like, okay, so then this happens. And Dean's like, oh my god, that car almost hit me. That was crazy. And Sam's not laughing. And Dean's like, oh god, is that, like, how he got me? Did it look cool? And Sam's like, what do you mean? He's like, did it look cool? Like, in the movies, like, getting hit by a car. And Sam's like, you peed your pants. <laughs> and Dean's like, uh, wh- well, of course I peed my pants. Man gets hit by a car. He doesn't really have control of his bladder. <laughs> That's the line. That's the line. It's like... When you think Supernatural has a gift for everything, it literally, like, any possible situation, yeah, getting hit by a car and peeing your pants, they got a gift for that. <laughs> like, they literally, like, of all the things to say, of all the common things to have in that conversation, 
What? No, like I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with Dean too. Being like, of course I peed my pants. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, um, I love his reaction to that. Is so. It's so like Sam is like I'm. I'm really. I'm really going through something, and he's like, okay, but did it look cool? Also, Dean. Dean is still actively in his actively suicidal era because he's like, okay, but did it look cool? <laughs> Oh, it's so... It's dark. It's dark out here. So they go to the mystery spot, and they're posing as reporters, and they're asking questions of the owner, the same guy who shot Dean two yesterdays ago. And the reporter is kind of giving them the whole shebang. Like, he's like, well, this is a place where physics don't matter and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And Sam starts getting irritated, and he's like, okay, well, how does it work? And the guy's like, well, take the tour and you'll find out. And Sam's like, no, I know something crazy is going on here. Like, this is ridiculous. And Dean's like, okay, let's calm down. And the guy is like, listen, I used to sell bond bales. I, like, he kind of, the, the owner kind of cracks because Sam is being crazy. And he's like, I don't know what kind of article you're writing, but I'm telling you, like, I, I used to sell bond bales. I bought this place at a bankruptcy, uh, what is it called? Bankruptcy auction? A foreclosure a for- auction. Yeah, he's like, I bought this place at a foreclosure auction. Like, there's nothing more to it. And Sam is like, no, I'm telling you, something else is going on. And what about this guy who disappeared? Did he do the tour? And the guy's like, whoa, okay, I told the police. Like, I didn't even see this guy. I I have no idea anything about that. And Dean's like, all right, come on, dude, let's go. So they kind of step away. And Dean's like, okay, you need to calm down. In order to break this loop, maybe we just need to do something that hasn't happened yet why don't i just oh, not and die they're they're having this conversation on their way back on that same street yeah um they're that where they're like when they're walking out of the diner yeah they're now it is now nighttime and they are having their conversation on that same street yeah and they are stopped in front of where the movers were yeah so dean's like okay all i have to do is not die right that should break the time loop because you always wake up right after i die and Sam's like, you know what? Yeah, that that's a good idea. And Dean's like, okay, well, let's go back to the hotel, get some takeout, and we'll hang out. Dean takes a step forward, and the desk that the movers were trying to move upstairs comically falls on him and crushes him. And there's a big fake, like, supernatural-esque blood splatter that they always show in this show. And you it just like see fucking like, Looney Tunes. No, and you just see you just see Dean's feet like he's the fucking Wicked Witch of the East getting crushed. Um, and the movers are like looking up. One of them has like is holding a rope, and the other is up in the window of the floor above, trying to pull the desk through. And Sam just like looks on in horror. And then we see his eyes open, and he to the moment starts playing again. This, this is also why if you play Heat of the Moment by Asia around a group of people who may or may not have seen Supernatural and you look at their reaction on their face, they will all yeah. go through something. You will be able to tell who is the Supernatural watcher. <laughs> Even if they think they're cool now, you will see it in their mm-hmm. face. No, I will say every time I hear this song like on the radio or whatever, it always makes me think of this. Like I'm always like, I'm always rise and shine, Sammy. No, literally. <laughs> so... They're back at the diner, and it kind of cuts through, like, Sam has already told Dean about the time loop. And Dean is, clearly looks very skeptical, but he's like, okay, so I just have to not die. 
but I need to break the cycle, like, by doing something different, right? Hey, hey, sweetheart. And he's talking to the waitress. And he's like, can I please get sausage instead of bacon? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure thing, hun. And he's like, see, I didn't do that last time. And Sam's like, yeah, yeah, you didn't. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll do something. And the waitress brings over the food and Dean takes a bite of his sausage. And he's like, yeah, well, <coughs> and he starts to choke. <laughs> and then it cuts. We hear heat of the moment. And <laughs> Sam opens his eyes again. Then it cuts and they're like, Dean is like, oh, so we can't leave the house, not even for breakfast. And Sam is like, no, we can't. We just have to stay here. And Dean's like, okay. And he goes to take a shower. And then we hear him being like, ah, and slip and fall. And we hear a thud. And then we hear heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's literally that dumb ways no, to die. It really so is. Many dumb ways to then it cuts the two of them are sitting eating tacos and dean's like man this is ridiculous i like we should leave the house or we should do like he's kind of protesting and then he's like do these tacos taste funny to you and then we hear heat of the moment (laughs) and we see dean getting electrocuted plugging in his razor then we hear heat of the moment again and we see sam and dean and they're at the mystery spot the owner is duct taped to a chair and sam's like and Dean's like, yeah, man, I'm really sorry about this. I promise no one's going to get hurt. It'll be over soon. Sam has an axe and he's like tearing the place apart. And Dean's like, hey, Sam, you're going a little crazy. I, I think maybe we need to take another approach. And Sam's like, no, Dean, I keep seeing you die. I keep doing all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. They start arguing. Dean gets up and he's like, hey, man, give me the axe. Give me the axe. They're off screen. We're looking at the guy, the owner who's taped up watching them fight. And they're like, no, you give me the axe. You do the, your blah, blah, blah. And they start fighting. And then we hear the sound of the axe, like, squelching. And Sam being like, oh, my God, Dean. And then Heat of the Moment starts playing again. The implication that he <laughs> killed him that that time, you're like, oh. No, I know. And it's, we see the blood splatter on the owner's face. And it's so funny. I'm like, oh, God. This episode is hilarious. Um. It also, it's almost like a premonition to the number of times that they actually watch each other die, for real. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, by this time, Sam is, like, extremely agitated. They're at the diner, and we see the waitress, and Dean orders the Tuesday special, which is the pig and the poke, um, with the side of bacon and the coffee. And Sam tells the waitress, like, hey, Doris... You might want to clock some more hours at the archery range because you are a terrible shot. (laughs) So it's implying that Dean has died this way and that there have been deaths of Dean's that we have not seen. And she's like, she's like, oh, yeah. And she leaves. She walks away and she's like, oh, how'd you know I was a terrible shot? And Sam's like, oh, it's more common than you think. So she leaves to go do their thing. And Sam pulls out a set of keys and he puts them on the table and Dean's like, what are these? And he's like, it's the old guy's keys. Trust me, you don't want him driving. That guy Cal over there, who's at the diner ordering coffee, or who's at the the counter ordering coffee, he's gonna rob a bank later today. And Dean's like, okay, well that has, that that's ridiculous. And at the same time, Sam says the same thing that he's saying. And then they have this scene where at this, as as Dean is reacting, Sam is saying the exact same thing. So they're both like, "What? No, that's ridiculous." I'm Sam Winchester, and I cry myself to I cry myself through sex. I'm Sam Winchester, and I 
love wearing makeup. And it's like, at the same time, Sam is saying these things. Because D- I Dean is how- like trying to trick him. I love how the things that he's having him say are just him being like, here, like a girl. And I'm like, Dean, do we have to get it together. <laughs> but <laughs> come on. But he says all these like random absurd things and proves his point. And Dean's like, okay. And then the woman, co- the waitress comes over. She drops the hot sauce again. Dean catches it or Sam catches it. And Dean is like, okay, this is crazy. So, okay, so they go out and they're onto the, they're walking on the street again. And Dean is like trying to wrap his head around it. And they walk past the dog. We see the old man, um, who's looking for his keys, which Sam took earlier. And Dean is like, so how many Tuesdays have you had to live through, like, to do this? And Sam's like, this is my hundredth Tuesday. <laughs> and he looks fucking haggard. Oh, he's like, pissed. He's like, and he's like angry, whatever. And he's like, he's like, I'm tired. Yeah. This is my hundredth Tuesday. And you're like, holy yeah. shit. I think he may have actually said that while they were still at the diner. Yeah, but I, yeah, they were. I digress. It was still funny. But the woman who's carrying the flyers runs into Dean and Dean's like, have I ever done this before? And he turns around and he's like, oh, excuse me, ma'am. And he comes back and he's like, Sam, you went through 100 Tuesdays and you never thought to ask what kind of flyer she had. And Sam's like, what What do you mean? And he's like, that was this guy's daughter, the guy who's missing, the guy they're looking for. And Sam looks at, it's like a missing poster. And he runs to go follow her to ask her some follow-up questions and this golden retriever is standing there and Dean is like, "Aw, hey, bud, you need a friend It goes to pet this dog and it cuts and we hear growling and like the sound of maul, like Dean being mauled to death by a dog, which is funny because Inad- I'm like inadvertent uh, foreshadowing there. The, the idea of <laughs> also Dean getting killed by a golden retriever is so funny because I'm not saying that a golden retriever couldn't like mess you up, but I feel like Dean Winchester would he would fight back. He would not get killed by a dog. Not that kind of dog, at also, least. Also, how dumb is he that he's petting people's random dogs? Like, don't do that. <laughs> how stupid are you? Asia plays. Heat of the moment. We cut. Sam is at the diner. He's already kind of explained what's going on to Dean. He turns around his computer. He's like, okay, so the guy we're looking for debunks tourist traps. He's apparent. Like, I've read basically everything he's written. He seems like kind of a huge asshole because he just kind of goes and points out how stupid tourist traps are. Like he's just kind of a dickhead. And Dean is like, Oh, well it's kind of funny that this guy always gets his just desserts and then goes to, goes to the mystery spot and like disappears in one. And Sam's like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. His just desserts. As they're getting up to go, the guy who's sitting at the at the uh, counter who's eating pancakes gets up and leaves. And Sam looks over at his pancakes and he's like, strawberry syrup. And Dean's like, what are you talking about? He's like, that guy always gets maple syrup. Why would he switch it up? And Dean's like, okay, well, guy can't choose his can't choose his syrup it's a free country sam and dean's like you can't even choose your own syrup anymore what has become of this country <laughs> but um cancel culture cancel it's come for syrup so true 
But Sam is like, no, 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 you don't understand. Nothing changes here. Like, nothing ever changes. This means something. This is the first change to happen. And suddenly Asia plays. And Sam wakes up. Which is funny, because it's the first time this has happened where Dean didn't die. So Sam immediately is like, okay, something, something's fucking up. So we cut back to the diner. The guy who was eating the pancakes leaves. And Sam goes to run after him. And Dean's like, hey, what are you doing? Dean notices that Sam is carrying like a paper bag. And he's like, what are you carrying? What's in the bag? Sam runs up and follows this guy into an alley and pulls out a wooden stake and hold it to, holds it up to his neck. And he's like, I finally figured out that you keep repeating Tuesdays and you make me watch Dean die every day. And Dean runs up and is like, Sam, like, whoa, 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 let's calm down. And the guy's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Please don't kill me. I have a wife and two children. And Sam is like, well, the only person who'd be powerful enough to do this is some sort of god or a trickster. I know what you are. And he's like, and we've killed one of your kind before. And then the guy says, no, you actually didn't. You just tried and transforms into the trickster played by Richard Spate Jr., who we saw in an earlier episode. Which they spoiled at the beginning of the episode because his name does crawl across the street screen at the beginning of the credits of the episode <laughs> yeah but sam is like sam is like whoa and dean is like shocked that this is actually real but sam has this but this stake up to his neck and the trickster's like okay i'll admit it's been fun killing dean every day but okay you don't need to kill me this time the joke's actually on you. Like, it's not on Dean killing him. Like, that's been fun. But the joke is on you, Sam. Like, I need you to get the point that you can't save your brother. Like, you you can't. It's pointless. It's futile. And Sam's like, okay, well, I'll kill you. I'll kill you right now if you don't let us out of this time loop. And the trickster's like, you know what? This stop being fun. Joke is off. You're going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be Wednesday. And he snaps his fingers. And Sam opens his eyes, but what? What song is playing? Not the same. It's actually Back in Time by Huey Lewis in the news. Sam looks over. He looks um, looks hundreds of what's new pussycats with when it's not unusual (laughs) thrown in. (laughs) He looks over and he realizes that the clock says that it's Wednesday. And Sam, like, jumps up. And he's like, oh my god, no Asia. And Dean's like in the bathroom brushing his teeth. And he's like, yeah, I know this radio station sucks. And Sam's like, no, no, no. Is this not like the most beautiful song you've ever heard? This is amazing. And he's all enthusiastic. And Dean's like, yeah, okay. Jeez, how many Tuesdays did you live through? And Sam's like, oh, what do you remember? And Dean's like, well, I remember waking up on Tuesday. We went to the diner. Uh, We hunted down that trickster. Uh, Then he snapped his fingers. And that's uh, pretty much it. And now it's Wednesday morning. And Sam's like, all right, awesome. We got to get out of here. We just have to leave. And Dean's like, okay, um, sure. So we cut. Dean is putting his stuff in the trunk of the Impala. And he hears someone come up behind him. And he's like, are Sam, are you sure we should really just let that trickster go? And then we hear a guy say, 
give me your wallet. And Dean turns around and realizes he's being held at gunpoint by the guy who was ordering coffee at the diner who Sam had said was going to, like, rob a bank later that day. So Dean is like, okay, hey, man, we don't have to fight. Don't worry. It's no big deal. Let's talk about this. We cut to Sam inside and we hear a gunshot. Sam rushes outside. He sees this guy, Cal, like, hightailing it away and rushes over and sees Dean on the ground. He just has, like, a bullet hole in his chest and he's dying. And Sam grabs Dean and he's like, no, no, please. It's not supposed to happen today. It's Wednesday. This is not supposed to happen. Please, I'm supposed to wake up. And he closes his eyes like he's trying to wake up. But nothing happens. The day just keeps going on. And he starts to cry. And it's really fucked up. <laughs> it gets crazy fucked up from here. No, You're like, oh. Then we get a very dark montage. One could say it's really giving the last episode of Supernatural. Anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> but we get this really dark montage um, of Sam. He's almost robotic in a way. He has this. It's his. Like, it's his American Psycho era. Like no, it's okay. It's, not what American Psycho is about. <laughs> it's it's not. I'm saying visually. Oh, not, where he's not, very like, like robotic yeah. and has like a dead look in his eyes. Yeah, and he's doing the same fucking thing like constantly. Yeah, it's it's a little creepy to be honest. But there's this. It's just this montage of Sam. He has the Impala. He's been hunting alone. We see him like looking at. It's a montage of him like basically going hunting and just being really brutal and pulling off some big kills and over the course of this time we hear it overlaid with bobby leaving him voice messages and being like hey sam heard about that demon that you got rid of uh in in a uh you know some other place uh heard about that vampire nest you got rid of in austin in austin texas Good job on that, um, but it's been three months. I haven't heard from you, so if you could uh, give me a call, I'd really appreciate it. Um, let's touch base. Then it cuts like Sam is brutally killing monsters. Bobby's like, hey, Sam, um, I hope you're not by yourself somewhere freaking out over this trickster. I'd really like to see you. I, um, I miss you. I, I hope you're okay. Let's talk soon. Then we get a little crawl on the thing that says six months later. So it's been six months since Dean died that Sam has lived. And then we get a call from Bobby being like, Sam, uh, I found the trickster. And we see Sam have this like realization in his eyes and it cuts. We also see like over the course of that um, like montage, Sam like stitching up his own gunshot wound while we hear a voice message from Bobby being like, hey, Sam, come find like, let me let's talk. We see him like eating alone in crazy? yeah. We see him like eating alone in his room, cleaning his gun, all this stuff. We also see that he's been like tracking the trickster. Like we see all the pinpoints in the map, whatever. But Bobby's like, I found him. So Sam goes to Bobby, and he's at the mystery spot. And Bobby runs up and hugs him. He's like, "You boy, I've missed you so much. I hope you're okay. You just need to, you know." stick through it i found a summoning ritual to summon the trickster we know this is the last place to use his magic so this will work but it only works once and if we don't do it tonight then it's gonna be 50 years until we can do it again what do we and sam is like okay well what do we need and bobby's like well 
we need about a gallon of blood and it has to be fresh and sam's like bobby that means that we'll have to basically bleed an entire person dry and bobby's like yeah i know and sam's like okay i'll go find someone and bobby's like sam i'm not gonna let you kill a person like i wanted to tell you this to see like to see that you wouldn't do it because you've been acting crazy like this is not the answer we can't do this and sam is clearly like willing to kill an innocent person to do this but he he starts kind of thinking about it and bobby's like you know what here if you want to do this so bad here and takes a knife out of his bag and hands it to sam and sam's like what do you mean and bobby's like you boys are like the only family i've ever had you need your brother and i'm willing to do this I'll do this for him, for you guys. And Sam looks really upset. He's like, I'm not going to kill you, Bobby. And Bobby's like, no, I want to do this. And Sam's like, okay. He takes the knife. Bobby goes and kneels, um, kneels down, back facing Sam. And he's like, just make it quick. But as as this is happening, Sam puts the knife away and pulls out a wooden stake. And he's like, okay except for the fact that you're not Bobby and stabs him through the heart and Bobby falls face first onto the ground and starts bleeding out on the ground. He's dead. And Sam's like, huh? And nothing happens. And Bobby and Bobby's just not moving. And Sam's like, Bobby, Bobby. And he starts like crying But then Bobby's body dissipates in a thing of smoke and the trickster emerges and he's standing behind Sam and he's like, Sam, that was really impressive. That was really impressive that you were able to clock that that was not your friend. I thought I was doing a pretty good job. Um, and Sam turns around and he's like, please, I just need you to help me. And so Trisha's like, what do you mean? He's like, please just bring Dean back. And he's like, no, Sam, I, I can't do that. And he's like, yes, you can. He's like, yeah, you're right, I can. But you need to learn to let him go. Dean is your weakness. We all know it. Like, every sort of monster, every enemy you have knows this. And they know that you will sacrifice each other, or sacrifice yourselves for each other. And nothing good will come from that. Only pain. And boy, but, hmm. Yeah. And boy, was he right. Yeah. <laughs> But he's like, but he's like, this is what life is going to be like without Dean, Sam. And Dean is going to be gone. Right now, he's struggling in hell. And that's what's going to happen. And Sam's like, please, he's my brother. And the trickster's like, yeah, yeah. And sometimes this is what happens, which is fucked up when you know who the trickster actually is. No, literally. I was like, like, what? I was like, I was like, first of all, given who your brother is and the beef you have with your own brother, second of all. And I was like, and then second of all, I'm thinking about the rusty nail again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. They really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. That it's fucked up. Also, it is not really explained why the trickster. I mean, uh, I have a feeling wh- why it's not explained in this episode. But after you find out the importance of Sam and Dean in the greater narrative, I'm like, I understand why the trickster was so intent on this. Yeah, but at this point, he didn't really care about the stuff in the no, greater narrative. I, like, he was kind of fucking off. And I get that, but I think that I could see him having a moment where he's like, you know what, maybe this will be my moment where I'm like, I gotta kill one of these bitches off so the grand narrative doesn't come to be. 
Or he's like, you know, because the grand narrative would really harsh my vibe. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm having a good time. That's a lit. Okay, that's literally the plot of Good Omens. <laughs> um. Anyway, but the trickster Sam is like, please, he's my brother. And the trickster's like, oh my god, it's like talking to a brick wall. Fine, fine. This stopped being fun. I will do this for you. And he snaps his fingers. And Sam wakes up in the motel room on Wednesday with Back in Time by Huey Lewis in the News playing on the radio. And Dean is there and he's brushing his teeth. And Sam, like, sits up in bed and he looks around. He looks at Dean and Dean's like, I know, no Asia. Radio station sucks. And Sam, like, jumps up out of bed and runs over and pulls Dean into a huge hug. And Dean is like, oh, how many Tuesdays did you live through? Like, the same question he asked him last time it was Wednesday. And Sam is like, nothing D- don't a lot enough and then sam is like okay i'll let's let's go let's just get out of here and dean's like all right cool i'll go start loading up the car and sam's like no 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 just wait for me let's go together and dean's like okay did something else happen and sam's like no i just had a really weird dream Let let's go so the boys are getting their wait he says i had a really weird dream and that's where dean says dean says once again clowns or derogatory term then we see dean and sam they're leaving the motel room as they're going to go sam looks back and looks at the unmade bed and it's clear that he's kind of thinking about the fact that like this is going to happen again like he is going to have to live without dean at some point but he closes the door and leaves, and then the episode ends. It's fucked up and crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, wow. Like, the trickster being like, I have to teach you a lesson about how to handle grief, so I'm going to fuck with you in the craziest way possible. No, it's such a – he is, he is like, the professional hater. Also, at the end, him being like, okay, well, you begged me enough. This is where that ship comes from, because a lot of no, people – a lot just of just – a lot that. of people ship Sam and the trickster, and I'm like, this is exactly where the fuck that manifested. You can tell. Yeah. Like, this is where people were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you think the fact that this ship existed before Destiel is kind of crazy to me? Wait, it did. Because Cass was not wow. even, like, in- conceived by of at this point. We can't be doing this. It's so fucked. Wow. Wait, if, I wish we could find the first Sabriel fic on. We can find it. I guarantee. Give me like. Well, on AO3, but they might have been posted in other places. That's true. Oh, shit. We're in prehistoric eras. This is like like lost media. <laughs> Fanfic.net. <laughs> Not even. It could have been posted anywhere. It could have been a fucking. Searching for fucking Sabriel. Live journal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. oh, wow. That's. It's. God. This episode is so. It's a lot. It's it's iconic. Dean is extremely problematic um, <laughs> the whole time. Um, it also is what? It's just so wild to watch. There's so many things that they say where you're like, well, I, literally it in the last episode. Like, it foreshadows to the point that you know it was not intentional. And you're like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like, and it foreshadows, like, so many things that keep happening again and again to the point where you're like, Oh wow! Oh wow! This is this is dark. Well, and there's a line I feel like at some point 
that they say where I'm like, oh, that's the whole point of the show. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's the where... scene where the trickster is, like, dying for each other over and over again is only going to bring you pain. Like, you need to learn to let go. And and and, there, and there's something also about, like, free will or something that they say or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's the yeah. whole point of the show. Because Dean's like, well, if I just change what I do, then I'll, like, subvert fate. And we, it won't happen again. And you know what? That's what happens at the end! No, this show, the ending of this show is so fucking stupid. It literally, like, misunderstands the thesis of itself. Well, I would say, at the end of the show, the second to last episode understands yeah. it, and then the last episode if doesn't- If it had just ended there, we would have been fine. We don't need to know what happens. And also, now there's never going to be able to be a continuation or a, here's what's going on, because, like, these char- these actors need to get their wa- line their wallets with CW money. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and here's the thing, and this is also why we, like, named the podcast The Mystery Spot, because, like, in essence, that the show- like, it's like a microcosm for the show itself, because in the show itself, the brothers are caught in this constant loop of one of them dying and the other one sacrificing himself for them over and over and then never learning and never learning. And then at the end, spoiler, a little bit of spoiler alert, they're like, they're like, oh, we have to break the cycle of free will, whatever. And they're literally caught in this almost Groundhog Day fucking cycle to the point where they will notice when, like, the plot is the same and the beats are the same and the conversations are the same. And it's, like, a microcosm for the whole show. But it's also a microcosm for liking the fucking show. Because mm-hmm. you are, you are, you are, like, when we've joked about, like, we're literally trapped in it, we cannot escape, and every Tuesday we are fucking back here. It's, that's what it's literally like. Like, every time, I mean... The day before we tweeted this, Twitter broke, and right before Twitter broke, Misha Collins fucking tweeted something, and I was like, it's like, I'm back, Tuesday pig in a poke, Asia is playing, I'm back, and it's like, please release me, I'm Sam in the loop being like, I'm so tired. (laughs) Like, people are like, do you like Supernatural? And I'm like, no, I, whatever Sam is in this episode, that's how I feel about Supernatural. Yeah. like let me the fuck out i can't do this anymore but then i keep being like well i'm gonna sacrifice myself for this fucking show again yeah and it's like i'm here because i love dean winchester but i'm not having a good time exactly and even when i am having a good time it's undercut by the fact that i know i'm gonna be having a bad time very soon like literally it's 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 wow it's 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 this episode is meta in a way the french mistake wishes it was exactly So, because of this historic event, because we are finally covering this episode, I thought, mayhaps, mayhaps, instead of talking about a second episode today, I want to play a little game with you, where I'm going to give you some trivia, and you are going to have to tell me if this is actual trivia about the show, okay, or if it is, uh, like a, something that I made up. Yeah. So, are we ready? Is it supernatural or did Ollie just make it exactly. up? Exactly. <laughs> um, so the first thing I have is the filming for this episode takes place in Steveston, British Columbia, as well as being used to resemble Broward County, Florida, which is funny because this episode's supposed to be in Florida, but everyone's wearing like long sleeves and jackets and stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, but I digress. And isn't the real mystery spot in the PNW? It, like- yeah, it's, I think so. Yes. Anyway, this location doubles as Mystic Falls, Virginia in the Vampire Diaries. Is that true or did I make it up? 
I'm going to say that's true because they use the same. Well, I mean, they use the same three sets on the Warner Brothers lot, but also they do also all film in Canada Mm -hmm. in the same three places. So I'm going to say that's true. You're wrong. (gasps) This location was actually used for Storybrooke, the town in which all the fairy tale characters live in Once Upon a Time. Wait, wait, wait. That is an objectively insane fact. (laughs) So you're telling me the episode of Supernatural where they are caught in a fucking loop is the same place where they film the 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 TV show about the fairy tales who are stuck in the fucking town and can't leave. Yeah. Also, the the, the combination of the two worst fandoms on the internet. Oh. <laughs> okay, because I did recognize some of it. And I was like, why do I recognize this? And I, the fact that I knew intrinsically it was from fucking Supernatural. Yeah. That's so dark. Like, yeah. Oh, that's shaking. That that has <laughs> shaken me in a way I cannot. Oh wow, that's we can't be doing this. <laughs> My next fact: Jensen Ackles says "Death by Taco" is his favorite death scene in this episode. So there's the scene where they're eating tacos, and Dean's like, "Does this taco taste funny to you?" And then he dies. I'm going to say that's true. You got it right. That one is true. I feel like he'd, he'd be like, that's a little tee ha Yeah, he thought that was a little goofy. I have two more for you. Initially, Only Time Will Tell by Asia was going to wake Sam up on Wednesday instead of Back in Time by Huey Lewis in the news. However, production wanted to go with something a little more upbeat shortly before shooting and subsequently rewrote certain lines to reflect that there was, quote, no Asia, quote, on the radio station. Hmm. Um, And just like for context, I did go and listen to this song. Only Time Will Tell. It's like it's on the same album. It is like meant to be like the sister song to heat of the moment because it's about like a it's yeah. about like a breakup and about time telling about like healing wounds and moving on yeah also oh also this is a side note um this highly romantic weird shit there is also a, a line that dean says where he's like that is oh. kind of sexual or whatever and i'm like hey can we can the wincest exit the chat please can we please exit the chat? It keeps happening, and I need you people to stop. I need it to end. It's even in this fucking episode. Like, end the madness. Um, Because technically, heat of the moment is also... Okay, anyways. um, Like, we can't be doing this. Um, I'm going to say that's true. I totally made that one up. Just <gasps> like, that was so random. I, I was just trying to think Damn. of something funny to say. My last one I have. Jared Padalecki regards this episode as one of his favorites. He enjoyed the range that it gave him to work with as an actor, specifically the last portion where Sam must continue on without Dean. I'm also going to say that's true. I feel like I heard him say that. Well, you misheard. Jared actually regards <gasps> this as one of his least favorite episodes <laughs> since he had to cry all week and it was emotionally taxing. <laughs> okay, so that was one of my favorite episodes because he had to suffer. <laughs> so true okay you know what else i love about this episode this is a total side note but what i love about this episode is that 
I believe in my heart of hearts, we never find out like if Sam actually lived through this six months without Dean or if it was all part of the illusion. I think it's implied that it was like he actually did live this. But I personally believe it was an illusion because six months pass where in reality, in what actually happens after four months of being dead, Dean gets ripped his ripped out of hell. Whereas that does not happen in this yeah. dream world. So I'm choosing to believe that not because of like a writer's strike or anything, like not because not because of what was actually happening that made this episode the way it was. And they were like, oh, fuck the writer's strike. We have to write a really fast end and then we have to find a way to bring Dean back once the writers get off strike. Instead yeah. of it being like that, I love, I'm obsessed with the idea of this trickster just being like, I'm just going to fuck with him and make him live six months in a dreamscape. <laughs> Also, again, like, the trickster, like, the amount of power that he has to be able to do shit like that, you're like, god damn, can you just... Do any, do any, spoiler alert, do any other angels have that kind of power? Well, okay, like, to be fair, he is, like, an archangel, but, like, even so... Does Michael? No, I know, I'm like, that bitch is not doing that. Oh, also... I mean, he does do something like that. I, I feel guess, like but, like... But I, I don't know. I just think it's funny. I just... Ugh. I guess Metatron does. Yeah, Metatron's kind of cunt. Not in a good way. He is, He's like a cunt. Yeah. He's just a cunt. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that's all we have for today. And with that, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. For more Cursed Supernatural content, follow us on social media. We're at Mystery Spotcast on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr. You can ask us questions in our TikTok Q&A, our Tumblr Ask Box. You can email us at themysteryspodcast.gmail.com. We're always happy to hear things you guys have to say. If you enjoy the podcast, you enjoy listening to us suffer, please rate and review the show. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, Overcast, anywhere you can, or tell a friend. It really helps people like discover the show. We don't do any advertising or anything, so we always appreciate it. If you want to hear more from us, we are two of the co-hosts of RuPaul's Podry, the Queer Star Wars podcast. We're doing a lot of fun stuff over there right now, prepping for Ahsoka. And without any further ado, we will see you two Tuesdays from now for more slaying people, queer baiting things, the supernatural business, 